right, folks. How's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me for the broadcast. If you've never joined my program before, I'm about to record my radio show. And so you'll see me looking around at different times, watching the various screens around me while I'm monitoring the broadcast and the feeds and, and everything else. But this is live, 100% live. Do me a favor. Right down here on this side is uh, if you're watching on Rumble, you'll see a little plus sign. You'll see a little minus sign. Click the plus sign. Make it go green. Uh, that's how you share this program. All of you, this is a one-finger war. I know you want to give the system this finger. Give them this finger. Fight the one-finger war. Uh, I'll do the heavy lifting. You just bring them to the table, and we'll have a discussion, especially in this program where trolls are welcome. Fat trolls go to the head of the line. When it comes to my program, we'll talk. We'll see if we can find some common ground amongst us. Today, we're going to be talking about how Trump derangement syndrome strikes again. It's back. It's back with a vengeance. I'm going to unpack it for you because there are two new psychological warfares going on that they're trying to make America get nervous about. Over the weekend, as you head into a weekend and make you think about it all week that, oh, no, they've got the goods and, you know, Trump derangement syndrome. And uh, I never knew there was a, a warning alert system for Trump derangement system. Yeah, Trump derangement syndrome. Sorry about that, folks. That would be the sound. I think that's the sound we hear when people go nuts, uh, just making up stuff uh, regarding Donald J. Trump. I find it very interesting when we are a nation that's faced with, are we going to survive our future? And we're dealing with the things we need to deal with, primarily the elections, to get them right, because we're going to head into a midterm that all the left can really do is still focus on one person. One person that's been out of office almost two years now. Now, why is that? Do they focus on him because he's bad? No, they focus on him because America loves him and he made the system better. And there's no way they want to let him back in. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this broadcast. Do me a favor, uh, text your family and friends, tell them to join in right now. We're going to have some education and some fun and some serious dialogue about uh, Trump derangement syndrome and two, yes, two brand new witch hunts going on. Let's go. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to 
him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Pulitzer. Hey, folks, go on, Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know it's a weird name for a program if this is the first time you've ever joined me. By the way, shout out to my FM radio, talk radio station listeners listening on 93.3. Thank you so very much for loving our program. We love you right back. By the way, folks, I broadcast every day, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week. I say that in central standard times, so it's very easy to remember, 777. Just lock it down. There you go. I want you to know I appreciate you being here. You can watch my mug. If you want to watch my mug and see the wickedly impressive forehead, right? I am, you know, most people don't know that my part-time gig is I'm a forehead stand-in for most aliens on most alien movies. It's because I really don't have a forehead. I have like a five head, six head, seven head, eight head, nine head, 10 head. I think I'm headed up to an 11 or a 12 head. I mean, it's, it's really going. Just ask people who watch my mug on Facebook or Gitter or Telegram or wherever it is. I have a face made for radio. I really do. Now, what you might not know of me, if you've never laid eyes on me, uh, because you exclusively listen on radio, you've never seen me speak, is I am, another one of my jobs is I am a professional stunt double in the movie Thor, right? Chris Hemsworth, you've seen him, beautiful man, right? Ripped, blonde hair, all this other stuff. Well, I am his identical body double. Most people don't know that. And I'll give you a clue if you ever kind of think about this, if you want to understand how we're a perfectly cloned body double, if you were to if you were to take Chris Hemworth, Hemsworth, right, Thor, ripped, great hair, nice smile, nice guy, stand him on one side totally naked, stand me on the left side totally naked, and you put us side by side. This is true story. I'm not pulling your leg. This is a true, 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 true story. And you put us both side by side naked, and you were to actually focus in on our ankles, you would find my ankles and his ankles are totally indistinguishable from each other. 100%. Totally, totally indistinguishable from one another. And I'm proud to say that. Yep, I'm his doppelganger, I'm his double, I'm his twin. Not many people can tell you that uh, in life about how they look like someone like that. But I just thought I would, I just thought I would point that out to you because maybe you want to write, you know, literally check me out. You know, my fans check me out. Kathleen says, and she's on Facebook. By the way, you can pop up questions for me while I'm doing the program. She says, you know what a bald forehead means? It means that you've made many, many, many U-turns in the sheets. See, my my 
people here. I don't even call them fans or followers. We're friends and family. They tell my secrets just like she told my secrets right there. She busted me out. Anyway, you know how it goes. But we're all friends and family here. And today, as part of friends and family, we're going to be talking about Trump derangement syndrome. You've heard it, right? You've heard it. The left is, hang on. Sorry, lost my train of thought. But the left is totally obsessed with Donald J. Trump. Even in this mail-order maladministration, this weird uh, Hollywood uh, production that looks like a great gathering of the wonderful Satanists cabal. All I can really talk about, it's been two years now, already two years now, and that's all they can talk about. And that tells you that he lives rent-free in their head. Now, what's really interesting is the left will swear that we're focusing only on Donald Trump. And the reality is they're focusing on Donald Trump. What they don't realize is across the nation, what the nation is focusing on is we got to get to the midterms and we got to make sure our elections count, that they're transparent and accurate. I am not for fair elections because the left says everything's not fair. It's not fair. I don't want fair elections. I want accurate to the penny freaking elections. I was having discussions with somebody in a state yesterday, as a matter of fact, about audits and ballots. And they were going, well, you know, what should be the allowable? How many allowable, you know, uh, before we should tell them this is a problem? You know, how many votes counted wrong? And I go, well, let me get this right. You want an allowable? Uh, how about this? It should be like your damn bank account. If it's a penny off, something's wrong. And we don't even treat our elections that way. We treat them with variables. And so what we have to do is we have to focus on incredible, transparent, run, right, right, run, right, true, accurate, transparent elections. As we focus on that, because we know we have to get that piece of paper right, the left is incessantly focused on Donald J. Trump, that everything in this world moves around or focuses around Donald J. Trump. And that is just not true. And that is not true many for many of us in the conservative community. Yeah, we love what he did for the country and the crowds and what he stands for. But we have a country to save, folks. We don't have time just to isolate on one. It's even why when I talk about What's going on in D.C.? It's just a broad sweeping statement of a mail-order maladministration. And this mail-order maladministration has launched a new two-prong, two-prong, okay? Two-prong Trump derangement syndrome war that they decided that one doesn't work, we need two. We need them to kind of feel like they collude together. And to top it off with some awesome sauce, we're going to get a Republican 
to basically say, oh my God, this is uh, wonderful, right? And that's the way it goes, period. That's the way it goes. And what's interesting is, see, we're talking about having truthful and transparent elections, and I'm talking about the midterms. The left has this mentality of all this nonsense out of Republicans when they won the 2020 election uh, cycle. Shut the F up already, right? People uh, really don't understand or don't comprehend if our vote doesn't count the way we voted it. We have a serious, serious issue in this country. Our vote must count exactly right. And if it doesn't, America could go down. And if America goes down, the world goes down. But everybody's focused on distractions. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of this Trump derangement. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. We've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who tower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but So guys, it's time to put on a pack. Fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're back. We're back. 
Now let's continue now let's to continue fight, to back, fight and back and take back our country back by our learning country, how to tell the politically correct to cut the, cut the crap. crap. Here's Joe Vaughn. Here's Joe Vaughn. Crap is an acronym, folks, for culture, race, and American politics, because I believe when you combine culture, race, and American politics, things get too damn heated and spin out of control. Exactly what I believe is happening in Memphis right now. There's something going on in Memphis. It's going nuts. All of this can be traced back to our vote, and all of this can be traced back to a very large cabal in the left trying to distract us from our vote. We've got these midterms coming up. Some of y'all know that I am currently studying constitutional law at the University of California at Irvine. Constitutional law, I find absolutely fascinating. I'm to the point where I've got to write my thesis and get peer-reviewed paper and whatever. And it's asking me to go back in time to when our first constitution is uh, being written and what would i add or fight for knowing right knowing um how brilliant and great our constitution is and i realize and and this is probably what it will be i'm still noodling it because you want to get it right i uh realize that you know many of these states constitutions we have across the united states people have never read them and in all of our states it does say you have the right to vote you know what it doesn't say It doesn't say you have the right for your vote to count. (laughs) Very interesting. Only one state says you have the right to vote and have it counted. You know, ironically, what that one state is? It's California. It literally has a clause in their constitution that says you have the right to vote and have it counted. And so I'm probably sure my thesis will be you have a right to vote and to have it counted the way you cast your vote. See, we got this vote wrong. And because we have this vote wrong, our whole world and country is upside down. And we're in the midst of lawfare, too. So here's how this massage is going to work with the left that's going on right now. You heard Bill Barr, right? You expected Bill Barr to do wonders during the 2020 election. And he came out after all this was going on before the mail order maladministration took in place. And he says, we've looked at everything and looked at all the evidence. And we have decided not to hire a special prosecutor or assign a special prosecutor because we just do not believe there is enough evidence of widespread fraud to make a material difference in the outcome of the election. Those are basically the exact words. Now, the legal mumbo jumbo that goes with that is if there was a state and your candidate lost by 100,000 and you knew it was illegal and we got together and we found 99,000 voters that voted that were dead and illegals from other countries and counterfeit ballots. And we went to the courts and says, look, or your local electors, look at what we found, because it's a state issue. They could say, ah, 
sorry, it's not enough to make a material difference in the outcome of the election. Why? Because the election was won by supposedly 100,000 and you only found 99,000. The system is written. They're not obligated to help you. Not, a, not at all. You have to find them on your own. And then they're going to try to peel things back before they ever give you access. It's a, an incredibly high hurdle to go over. Well, they marched out. Deep state rat Bill Barr um, just recently here, and, and his statement was the Justice Department is very close, very close to mounting evidence to indict Donald J. Trump. So he claims that the Justice Department is getting very close to gathering enough evidence to indict former President Donald J. Trump for keeping classified documents at his home. Now, what they slip in there in the story and what he slipped in there is prosecutors must decide whether they can make, listen to the words, whether they can make a technical case against Trump and mount sufficient evidence to justify an indictment. I don't tell you this to alarm you. I tell you this because this is part of the poop in your mind they're doing. That's why it's called crap, culture, race, and American politics. That's why it has a crap theme. This is what they're doing to put junk in your head to make you believe that there's really something there. This is all a psychological warfare operation, period, 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 period. Literally, they need to start paving, paving the way to fight this in the public opinion to start making people believe Donald J. Trump is a criminal. Now, here's what they're matching it up with. I told you the other day about things that were picked up during the raid. I told you that the reason they had an, an additional judge assigned to this is because the FBI in their raid overreached the boundaries of, we'll call it the warrant or subpoena, whatever. And what they did is they intentionally took files that were protected by client attorney privilege. They knew what they were picking up and they picked up files so they could get a look at them to understand what juice President Trump had regarding his suit against Hillary Clinton and the DNC and what juice he had for defending himself on January 6th, because their goal is nothing more than to make sure he cannot run again. Now, why do they want to make sure he cannot run again? Because they know if he runs again, it's all over for these rat bastards. They know it. Now, I also told you in what was being picked up that they found dozens of folders marked classified. Think of it as a cover paper 
or a little cover pocket, like kind of a hot pocket sandwich, and the files go in it. And it's like a file jacket saying, this is, you know, classified. It's a warning label. It's a, a label technically on a folder. And that is how you're given this information. So it cannot be seen by prying eyes. It's standard safety protocol. What they're doing is they're making hay because those files were empty. Now they're going to try to say he destroyed them or still has them. They're not giving up. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Blitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. In all systems, whether it be you're going to do a public company or you're going to be audited by a bank, they ask you and your accounts to look at everything down to the penny. Why don't we do this? in our election systems and it's because the auditing is set up not to find the truth at jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, people and corrupt and politicians, politicians do not do want not the people, want knowing, the people the truth. knowing the truth. Now, let's get now, back, let's to it. back to it. Now, our corrupt politicians in no way want you to know the truth. That is the truth. Because they know if you get educated on what's going on, that you're going to fight it and you are the cure. We, the people, are the cure. However, there's this unholy trinity between our government, our media, and our academia. And right now, they're in this big, massive mind massage. and 
somebody said it in chat just a minute ago. Thank you for saying it. You know, even Benedict Arnold didn't come out as a traitor till the very end. That's how it works. There are traitors planted in this all over, right? But then there are people on the other side that say, no, 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 Bill Barr is not a traitor. Uh, he's just working with President Trump in secret. Don't you know? I saw them do the secret handshake and they're working in secret. Just wait. Just don't, don't get upset. Just wait. Now, I want to point something out to you. That's as much of a mind massage as the left telling you Donald J. Trump is a Russian spy. That is an operation to do what? To get you to stand down. They say, don't you just wait. You just sit back and watch. The idea is to get you to sit back and watch. I often wonder who, who in the hell is putting out this information. Now, I can tell you firsthand because I have direct firsthand experience. What is not going on right here is ha, 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 Trump going, hey, bar, hey, hey, Billy, Billy Barr, here's what we're going to do. That's not what's going on, folks. It is not going on at all. You can choose to believe that. You can choose to believe that because it's designed to make you wait and stand down. Every bit of this is designed to make you wait and stand down. That's why people are waiting now. I want to see what's really up with this. Was he really a bad guy? Was he really a Russian spy? Why? It's all designed to, designed to make you wait. This is the duplicate side, same sides of a coin. As many people as they can make wait. Oh, I, I really want to see now. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. Maybe Trump's a bad guy. That's one way. You're right. It's a find muck, right? It's a find muck. Go into the same category of nope, 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 nope. Barr and Trump are buddies. And let me tell you, I watched them the other day and they did the secret hand flash signal. And I caught it. I caught it. And thank God I caught it because if, if if I didn't listen to this guy who wears an ankle bracelet locked in his basement saying that he's part of the queue, I would have never known that. Okay. Um, <laughs> somebody put it here uh, in, in one of the posts. Yeah, just wait. The White Hats are working behind the scenes. It is all made to make you stand down. They'll either get you on the fence by thinking he's bad. They'll get you on the fence by thinking they have something. They'll get you on the fence by staging a rage. They'll get you on the fence by uh, trotting out Bill Barr. This is how it works. And they've been trying to do this since 2015 and still have found nothing. And so the Justice Department right now, here's the newest thing. Justice Department says more classified records may be missing in the Trump probe. Now, what's the operative word there? May. You can't convict on may. Well, he may have done this. <sighs> what they're now realizing is in the bunch of junk they took, 
they got some of the classified marked folders that are like a file jacket. You know what a file jacket is. When you read these things, you set them aside. You take off the file jacket, right? And you read the documents inside. Many, 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 many times, you don't put it back in the file jacket. It's just kind of the way it is. It's like a kid putting up their video games in their cases when every all these were in cases and everywhere. It's just the way it works, okay? And so what's going on is they have entered in a new appeal regarding Judge Eileen Cannon's that we got to assign a special master. And they put notices hereby given to the United States of America, defendant in the above caption manner, appear, appeals to the United States Courts of Appeals, 11th Circuit, from the order of the district court entered on September 5th, blah, 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 blah. And their thing is, they're saying, oh, we got them now. There may be more classified documents because we found... We found 48 empty folders. You need to think about that for a moment. If you go back to that photo, okay, remember that one photo they showed you with everything kind of laid out on the floor? Let me tell you how this is a con job. What you're looking at on the floor are primarily jacket files, file jackets. That's why it says, top secret. You're not looking at documents, folks. You think they're documents because you've never been handled a classified or top secret document. And so they lay all this stuff out. If you look at the box, even in that photo, the box is wooden plaques of magazine covers that president Trump got. It's a box of magazine covers on it's it's they're laminated onto like plywood. They set a box to, to it. They stacked all this stuff up neatly. They spread it all out. That's been what a few weeks now. Look at all this stuff we found. And here we are a few weeks later and I said, oops, they're empty. Do you understand folks? They knew that when they laid that, crap out the first time <laughs> i'm telling you it is such a mind screw that they're like you know it just reminds me of you know <laughs> they're taking this big old bologna sausage and they're running it through your ears hoping that between your left ear and your right ear is Totally, 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 totally empty. And they're just wanking away at your ears, <laughs> hoping that you get on this stuff. And the very photo that they released, which if you go back, please go back and look at it now. Go back and look at the photo. And you'll see these file jackets. And you'll see the box setting right next to them is basically placards for where you get a magazine cover they frame them for you so you can see all your magazine covers it's just on a piece of plywood and they want to make it look like those came out of this big ass box it's a staged photo and now when they didn't get any traction on that what do they do 
Oh, it's super classified. It was danger to the nation, and that's it. And then the judge said, guys, this is junk. And so the judge kind of put a kibosh on it, say, we'll just get a special master. And they're going, no, 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 no. This is super secret. could hurt the nation. Judge says, you got to knock it off. And what do they do? Uh, they release so-called so classified documents to the Washington Post. They're so secret to the nation and dangerous, we better give them to the Washington Post. That didn't work either. And now they're saying, oh, those are empty. Like you didn't know that crap when <laughs> you didn't know that crap when they laid them out. Of course they knew it. This is all they're thinking. Oh, man, that didn't work. What can we do now? Well, you know, those are empty. Ah, empty means there was something there. We'll just make folks think oh, he knew he took them out. He hit them. This is the issue, folks. And the government is playing you like a violin. Prosecutors wrote, without a stay, that means putting this judge stuff on hold, without a stay, the government and the public will also suffer irreparable harm from the undue delay to the criminal investigation. The injunction against using classified records in the criminal investigation could impede efforts to identify the existence of any additional classified records that are not being properly stored, which itself presents a potential risk for ongoing security. Delay, delay, look left, look right, do whatever the case may be. So now they've trotted out bar. Bar is just a little bit of cool whip, right? On the big sausage, trying to lube it up, poke it through your ears and make you believe this crap. But that's not everything. Because now they're doing a pile on. They're just trying to see what sticks. Okay? They're just trying to see what sticks. You have to remember... After CPAC occurred, the big convention of all the conservatives meeting and the straw poll, meaning looking at the audience, who would you vote for now, realized that Donald J. Trump, America was going to stand behind him again. They know it. They literally, literally um, want to mess with people's heads. And I'll give you an example. They want you to believe misidentified terms that they feed to the weakest in the crowd. They'll find the weakest mind that has no concept of business, no concept of what words mean, and they get them as well. He's a six-time grifter filing bankruptcy to avoid paying your neighbors. Well, number one, I want to let you know, that nobody's neighbors on this broadcast did a deal with Donald J. Trump. That's just idiotic. Secondly, you actually don't understand bankruptcy and what it means. People think bankruptcy means they took the money and ran. It's a lie. It's a total idiotic, ignorant lie. What bankruptcy means is the company's insolvent, doesn't have the money to pay debts, and there's only one or two things to do. You either close the business, which a judge must allow, or 
the judge puts in people to run the business to try to distribute the money properly. You can't just claim bankruptcy. The moment you think you need to do it for protection, the courts decide. Trump's bad. Six-time grifter. Grifter's the new word. It's disgusting. It's kind of like racist, racist, racist. We've got to outlaw telephone poles because if you look at a telephone pole and the wire is on it, it's really a huge cross. And they're brainwashing us with electric waves to revere the cross. That's what leftist lunacy is. <laughs> Hang tight. Final comments right after this. The last segment of the program is coming up next. And if you haven't shared cut the crap with your friends in social media, now is the time to do it. Just think how much more power we all would have in saving our great country if everyone knew the truth about what really goes on behind their backs and learned how to tell the system to cut the crap. We'll be right back after this. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, before I get back to the program, uh, I love it when we have intelligent people that talk on facts that are incredibly wonderful business experts, right, that know how business works, know how the legal system works, have all kinds of inside information on Donald J. Trump and everything else. I appreciate uh, very, very educated uh, individuals, such as Jason Ferguson uh, on the on the screen here. And I'm, I'm off the radio for the moment just to let you know. Um, <laughs> I always love, see, I, I always love these people that, that act this way. So here's what I'm going to do. Jason, I'm going to send you a personal invite to my program because I'd like 
to talk with you. Okay. I'd like to talk with you. You've got uh, a lot of good points and, uh, I'd like you to come on. Right. Uh, <laughs> and let's just, uh, talk about your beliefs because I believe what we should all be doing is we should be uh, discussing this. Like, if Trumpy has nothing to hide, why the need for a special prosecutor? I want to discuss your comments. No cussing, no yelling, no screaming, whatever the case may be. Totally fine. But this is how we learn from each other. Thousands and thousands of people are watching right now. I believe that it is incumbent upon every one of us to bring daylight, right? To bring daylight to questions, literally. And the greatest thing in the world for truth, right? is just to discuss it. Now, I know you keep on writing, and yet you base Trump's innocence on the same information. You're a clown. I accept I'm a clown. It's okay. You you can call me names. I have no problem. What I think the audience could uh, benefit from is your insight and acumen, right, on what you believed happened. I will treat you with the utmost respect. Uh, you said the same courts that Trumpy keeps avoiding. Will there be any facts in this broadcast? Yes, sir. Jason, there will be facts in this broadcast. And let me tell you how I know there will be facts in this broadcast. Because I am opening my broadcast to you, sir, who evidently has some facts I don't have. I accept that. I accept I might not have the facts. I accept that I might be the one that's Trump deranged, and I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground. I accept that. And I am more than willing to uh, allow you right? You, you, you studied at Franklin University. Uh, you're a divorcee from Westerville, Ohio, uh, where you live. You're from Hillard, Ohio. I accept that. Uh, I was just on the phone with uh, Ohio lawmakers yesterday, as a matter of fact. You might have something to share with me. You might have something to teach me. I'm looking at your wall right now. You posted something, uh, a, a quote that you felt was important. And the quote goes, so you just want to let him off scot-free for insurrection because he's no longer in power? That's like acquitting Jeffrey Dahmer because he's full. And you quoted your scholar, Stephen Colbert. I accept that. Okay. I accept that. You post a PBS Frontline film, Trump's American Carnage. I accept that too. I accept that from you. What I'm asking to engage in here, and you're obviously, I think, a father, right? I, I think a father. 
to have a discussion with me and help me understand what you see that I don't see. I will not interrupt you. I will uh, give you, right, um, the floor. You can educate every one of us, okay? I accept that. So in my chat and now in your uh, messages in Facebook, I have sent you a special link to my studio. And my link to my studio, all you have to do is click it. You accept video and audio. I would love to bring you in, Jason. I would love to let you share what you see. And I will fully admit, I might not know everything. And you're right. My show is just my opinion. And I could be totally wrong. And you may be totally right. So don't just be a hit and run. Come on, right? Come on. Join me. And let's discuss this. Now, I'm going to go back to wrapping up my program here. And it'll give you all the time in the world to figure out how to click that link, right? All the time in the world. Uh, you've got a son. And I know if you take being a father as serious as I take being a father, I know you taught your son just like I taught mine. When you have beliefs, stand up for them, defend them, do not back down, right? Do not back down. Okay. And so I, I got it, right? We we got Michael, right? You stupid fucking idiot. Trump is a fucking thief and a traitor. Wake up. Mike, you can you can come on too. I, I've got that. Amy, wow. Amy. Nice. Guns. Look at that. I had to I had to show that off because that was worth <laughs> that was worth showing off. Uh, but guys, you can come on. I accept that. I accept that. And you're right, Jason. Your answer is, now find ironic because you haven't clicked into my studio yet. Your answer is, ready? Someone has to be strong enough to stand against you. Well, Jason, that might be you. So dad to dad, man to man, Scruffy beard to scruffy beard. You obviously love your boy. I love my son more than anything in the world. Please come join me. And let's discuss this because I know you're not a coward. And I know you're not hiding behind a keyboard. Right? And as you said, someone has to stand, be strong enough to stand against you. I'm... Come on. Let's... Uh, discuss it. Let's go through it. I will not interrupt you. I will not cuss at you. And I think we can have a discussion. So I'm putting it in the chat once again. I know you're a heroic man who must stand up against somebody like me. I'm going to go back. I'm going to wrap my program here. Are you ready? So hang on. Okay.
Okay, folks, welcome back to Cut the Crap. And of course, crap is culture, race, and American politics. And the left just kind of uh, always does a hit and run. Always wants to claim they have the facts. Now, I'm, I'm smart enough to claim I don't, I don't have all the facts. And I'm totally willing, totally willing to learn from other people. And see, I think the system has conned us all that we can't talk together. That you post a meme and you love Biden and I post a meme and I love Trump and that we can't talk and we can't dialogue about it, right? But see, I think that's part of the grand deception. I think they want people to do that. I kind of think it's chicken crap and I think it's the weasel's way out. It's like heckling somebody from across the street and then that person comes over and says, hey, let's discuss this and the person runs right? Um, We have to be able to discuss this or we've all lost. We have to be able to discuss it for our children. For our children, we have to teach them to stand up for their beliefs. Now, I told you about the Justice Department's radassery. On top of this, What they're doing now is they have announced, they usually don't announce this, it's a leak, of course, but take it with a grain of salt. They have announced a federal grand jury is now investigating Trump's Save America PAC. A PAC is a political action committee. It goes, the grand jury that is investigating January 6th is now probing the creation and fundraising of Trump's political action committee. Now, it it should be kind of looking at everything. You remember uh, Hillary Clinton and the DNC were accused of using state chapters as straw man, meaning to take in money to launder $84 million to evade campaign donation limits in 2016. What most people don't know, if you're a politician, give me an example. When Barack Obama raised a billion dollars for his campaign, if he spent $200 million on TV ads and there's $800 million left over, the candidate gets to keep and pocket what they don't spend. Most people don't know that. The reason politicians always continually do fundraisers all the time, even though they're in office, is as long as they keep raising that money and they put it over here. When they leave office, when they leave office, they get to keep the money. The left looked the other way with Hillary Clinton's $84 million that came in the wrong way. The left looked the other way in Obama's 2012 re-election when he took money from foreign countries, which is a no-no, not allowed. And so here's the newest thing. A federal grand jury investigating the activities leading up to January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol and the push by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of 2020 election has expanded its probe to include seeking information about Trump's leadership pact. 
Save America, sources with direct knowledge tells ABC News. The interest in fundraising arm came to light as part of a grand jury subpoena seeking documents, records, and testimonies from potential witnesses, sources said. The subpoenas sent to several individuals in recent weeks are specifically seeking to understand the timeline of Save America's Formation, the organization's fundraising activities, and how much money is both received and spent by the Trump-aligned PAC. Since its inception, Save America has brought in more than $135 million, including transfers from affiliated committees, according to disclosed records. And as of the end of July, the PAC reported having just under $100 million cash on hand. This is unfortunately how politics works. Affiliated things is the Democratic National Convention can route money to like Hillary's campaign. That's an affiliated thing. All these little spinoff, act blue, be blue, boo-hoo blue, blue boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo blue, and stuff like that. When they raise money, they can actually shift it wherever they want. It's just kind of the way it goes. Um, period. The reason this is going on is you now have to look at the triangulation. They knew those file folders were empty. They knew there was nothing there. They laid them out there, okay, to make it look like there was something. Then it got exposed there wasn't something. And then it was, well, they're empty. And then you've got Bill Barr out. And then, well, they're empty because he hid them, hit them, hit them, hit them. And we know he wasn't there. And we know we had police all over the place. But he hit them, hit them, hit them, hit them because he hit them, hit them. And now this digging for money. You just have to understand. This is called lawfare. And it has nothing to do with the truth. People that really should be investigated is how Zuckerberg pumped $400 million into the system. But this is political kabuki theater. Political kabuki theater. Right? <laughs> Here's an interesting one. Michael Combs says, Michael, you're welcome to come on the program. I'm putting, I want to talk about this one. I've never heard this one. How about Trump charging Secret Service $135 million to protect him at Trump's golf resorts? Let's talk about that. I would love to talk about that. Please. I try to see every comment that you post during the program when I'm doing this, because I believe we should have a national dialogue about everything going on. I do not believe it's only about Trump. I do not believe it's only about Biden. I believe it's only about us saving our freaking country. And when we get distracted on just whacked out, whacked the doodle stuff, what we're not paying attention to is what's going on. And that's they're taking our country right out from under us. That is what we have to fight. And it doesn't matter left or right. We need to tell all of these rat bastards to cut the crap. Okay, I'm done with my radio program. I now have the floor, right? I now have the floor that I'm going to give to the people that have things to say. I am 
I am really, I just want to give people the ability to air what they need to air and to talk about this because I believe if we if we can't talk about it, we as a nation cannot heal. And I would I would admon I like I let me tell you and I'll use this as a teaching moment. When people came out and said Bill Barr made was given millions of dollars in Dominion stock, we knew he was bad. Do you know what this guy did? Meaning me. I told him, shut the fuck up. Because number one, do your fucking homework. It's not the same Bill Barr. That's the first thing. And the Bill Barr they're talking about is not the one you saw on TV. And then the next thing, it's not even the same Dominion idiots. It's not Dominion voting machines. It's Dominion Energy, which is an oil, gas, and energy company. So get your shit straight. So I want y'all to know, in all fairness to all the bots here today, I call out the right as well for their ignorant shit, just like I'm calling you out. Like, I just want to have a discussion with Michael Combs. There he is. Oh, my God. Michael, turn, uh, tilt down your camera. Come on, tilt down your camera. Just to There you go. I got you. Hang on, brother. Hang on. Hang on. Michael, I want to thank you so much, so much for being willing to come on my program and discuss this topic. I want to thank you. By the way, you fucking look like Santa Claus. How's it going? It's a good one. Awesome. Hey, uh, Mike, what part of the country are you in? I live in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. I've owned much land in Oklahoma. I have to say that uh, Oklahoma is such a beautiful state most people don't know about. And I pray that Oklahoma stays a freaking secret uh, in the land grabs. Okay, Mike, tell me about, before we get into it, tell me about your life. Uh, what, uh, do you have a profession? Did you have a profession? Tell this, let's just connect on a personal level. Tell me, tell me a little bit about you. Well, I am retired. I'm okay. Also a You're also a what? A veteran. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for your service very much. You're welcome. But what I said was absolutely fact. It's okay. in the secret service records of their uh, spending that they had to pay Trump's golf resort $135 million for them to stay at his property to protect him. Okay, so he I want to them $45 million for car rental. Okay, so I want let me make sure I got this right. Hold on, I just want to make sure I got it right. You're, it's a little, your volume is a little low. You're saying that the Secret Service was charged by Trump golf courses $135 million to protect Trump, and they charged $45 million for golf cart rentals. Did it, do I have this right, Mike? That is absolutely correct, and it is in the Secret Service pay record. It's in the what record? This come out, oh, God, when was this? Uh, March of April of last year. 
turn in their budget spending that they were paying Trump's golf property to stay there to protect Donald Trump. Okay, so here you go. Hang on. Here we, uh, I'm, I'm looking this up. So uh, I'm, let me try to find the stories. Hang on one second. Um, one second. Uh, okay. So let me kind of go through this. And I'm going I'm to read these out, and I'm going to read the stories. So stand by. Basically, I'm looking at a story from Golf and Politics. Secret Service has spent more than $765,000 on golf carts to protect Donald J. Trump. May 17th, 2020, 2 p.m. Okay? I'm going to go back to the next one. There's another article from Insider that says taxpayers reportedly shelled out $2.4 million to fund Trump's golf visits in New Jersey. That was June 20th, 2021. Uh, about $1.9 million of that total went to hotel accommodations for Trump's Secret Service. Uh, $2.4 million sum does not include the $142,000 an hour for Air Force One rides. Um, hang on, I'm trying to read this. Uh, okay, so that's one. Uh, I'm looking at another one from The Guardian, which is in the UK. Um, Bedminster Club charged the agency for an 18-day stay in May. Trump Golf Club charge secret service $10,000 for room in May records show uh 18 day stay 560 $10,000 was per day yeah it said it says may the may charge the may charges at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster New Jersey totaled $10,199.52 for an 18-day stay. That is about five sixty-six dollars per night at the resort. Let me do some quick math. Hang on. Uh, okay. There were $3,400 of resort charges. And then I'm looking at Washington Post, uh, what President Trump's company charges the Secret Service. Uh, charges, secret service room. The charges have been as high as 650 a night for Mar-a-Lago or $17,000 a month for cottage at Trump national golf club, Bedminster, Jersey, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And one more, uh, I back some great from secret service record. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm I looking at the. I'm looking I, I at had a top secret security clearance for several years. Okay. Because when I was in the service, back when we had mobile nukes that were carried on short-range nuclears when I was in Germany, right. we used to drive around out in the country. We no longer have those, so I can talk about that. Okay. What level was your security clearance? I had top secret. Say it again. Top secret. 
Okay, so you had a, a, a standard top secret clearance. Did you have a particular level assigned to your particular top secret clearance? Well, I was for about seven or eight years. I couldn't talk about anything that I. Right, I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm only trying to gauge at what level your clearance is. It comes with a number, and well, I can, and I can understand your service. And you were in Germany. So are you are you a Korean? Are you a Korean War vet? I lost you. Say it again. I had SCI clearance where I had, I had to be in a special room to restock. Okay. Um, were uh, you said Germany? So are you a, uh, a Korean vet? No, no. I served back in the eighties. Okay. Okay. No problem. What was your particular specialty? Did you have a particular specialty? Well, actually, I was a. Well, technically, I was a multi-profession combat engineer. Okay. Great. Again. All kinds of equipment. Drove all kinds of trucks. Thank you. And number one, and thank you for your service. Okay, let's unpack this. When any current president or former president, or, and most people don't know this, when any candidate running for president, when it gets narrowed down to the last few candidates, even the primary, the, the Secret Service is going to be automatically assigned to you. So it kind of yeah. works it kind of works a couple of ways. Number one, if you were just Joe Blow congressman and you're running, then in fact, um, when you go to a town, many, 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 many things happen. Number one, uh, there has to be secret service. Number two, law enforcement has to be assigned to you. I'll go back. Some of y'all, you can find it. Uh, you can literally find it, I think, on my Facebook Go back to my videos. Go back to just at two, just before 2016. I'm broadcasting uh, directly across the street from the Trump Hotel. Uh, I'm doing it live. I'm standing on the balcony, and I am pointing out to you all of the different Secret Service posts and all of the different posts around assigned to then-candidate President Trump so you would understand even the kind of production candidates get. So I'm, I'm showing you all the places where they are. Go back and find that. It's an interesting thing. So when somebody goes and runs, Secret Service is down. Now, normally, when it's just a candidate, um, the Secret Service, meaning the government decides where it's going to be, what is the most secure place, what is the most secure route, what are the most secure streets, they work with local law enforcement to do it. Two things happen. Secret Service doesn't do this for free for anyone. Never has, never will. It has to be built. Second part of it is even your local police. The city doesn't do it for free. That has to come out of budgets. They have to activate people. And so there's always, any time these things happen in any city of any way, there's a component that taxpayers pay in the city. There's a component that the federal government pays. Now, in I, I just want to point something. Also, the... Uh... Say it again. So the money that the candidates using to run, like from their super PAC, that also helps 
Well, it actually pays, the PAC monies will pay for the event. The PAC monies will pay for marketing. The PAC monies can pay for television ads, etc. So first, let's just, un- let's just understand there, this is all standard operating procedure. Now let's go back in time. We have not had a candidate that actually, actually has their own properties and has already been subject to security protocols all their life. Now, one of the things, the reason why I was doing a broadcast in 15 before we headed to the election or actually just right after it was after the election was because there was a person it hadn't been talked about a lot that got caught in Trump tower that was there to try to assassinate Donald J. Trump. That's why I was there. And they caught this person in the tower. And I was explaining after the security event, here's where all the security is and why now that kind of got off the radar because media didn't talk about it. Now, the difference is with Donald J. Trump, with the amount of death threats and the amount of violence and, you know, comedians with beheaded head, at some point you have to understand where is Donald Trump going to go? Is Donald Trump going to go to something the FBI sets up? Well, we want you at this hotel We want you to drive this route right at the last minute. We want you to turn and go down Commerce Street by this little grassy knoll right under the railroad. Is Donald Trump really going to do that? Or, or hear me out, is Donald J. Trump going to literally say, I have my own places. I have my own security staff. I know they're Secret Service and everybody has to be there, but that's where I will be safe. And that's where my people already know how to protect me. What would you expect the man to do who already has real estate holdings? Do you actually think it was about, hey, uh, I just want to make some money off this gig and I want to take it out of the government? By the way, when Barack Obama was jumping waves uh, with Richard Branson and he was on his ski-doo by Branson's island, That was a $2 million protection event by the Secret Service that they have to do because he's former president. I just want to understand why do you think it's inappropriate? I think the numbers are off, but why do you think it's inappropriate and why do you think that makes Donald J. Trump a bad guy? Well, the thing is, it's presidential record and the Secret Service record. Obama has been paying for his Secret Service to stay in hotels. Incorrect. Incorrect. That is not correct. Obama's tax records prove he's paid over $18 million since he's last office for where his Secret Service protects the state. The individual candidates do not pay for their secret service that is paid for by the united states government that i know that but that that's for the protection that doesn't always include like on vacations and going out on book 
doors or things like it includes it includes it, it includes if he was to walk across the street and go into a plastic porta potty toilet shitter they are going to it's every single day of his life and it's and and it, it is required by federal law they not only protect the president his wife but he has two children they all have secret service protection for the rest of their lives it does not come out of the family's pocket so Carter. why would you just you just acknowledge that the government you just acknowledge that the government pays for this, but you said it's on Obama's tax return. So I want to make sure I got this right. The government paid for it, but Obama wrote it off on his taxes. No, he put on his vacations and things like that. The extracurricular, he has paid for some of the housing. For his secret service, like when he went out with friends, that was an unplanned thing until Brenton said, Hey, come on over. The former president and any uh, any the former president cannot go anywhere unplanned. There is no such thing. That is not true. They cannot go anywhere unplanned. Every move in their life is protected. They decide yes. to go, Secret Service must go with them. What am I missing? Yes. Everywhere they go, but if they make plans to go on vacation, uh, let's say, let's say it's June first, and he's go and he, he gets an offer to go on vacation to so and so's place, and it's ten days later, he's going no matter what. The plan's already set. Secret Service has to get everything, all the ducks in a row in that time period. It don't matter if it's the day before or what. Secret Service has to have has plans to do whatever. And so you're saying if a if a president decides to take a unscheduled trip, right? That yep. it is on their dime. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Not by the, the president. Jimmy Carter pays for for uh, his uh, Secret Service protection when he goes out on these Habitat for Humanity deals. He's paid for hotel rooms. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of people have paid for hotel rooms. We're getting. I'm trying to get to your claim that Trump took $145 million. None of these numbers do out to that, but you said you had super secret access to the files because you had a top secret clearance at one time for six years. So you've looked at it. You've obviously looked at these people's tax returns, et cetera. But I'm telling you, I don't see it. Uh, government records from the Secret Service on their spending to the federal government. They have to tell that every year, what they spent, what they spent it on, Oh, I agree with that, but you just told me Obama wrote it off on his tax records. How could he do that? When he pays out of pocket, like he did at Branson's place, he had to cover the hotel rooms for his secret service to stay on Branson's item. Uh, out, out of his pocket because it's the G. Okay, so here's how it works. The, the numbers the numbers would become from the general uh, accounting office. It's called GSA. And they pay for everything. 
associated with a former president. Give you an example. They paid they pay the rent charges, even where they have these offices when a president leaves office. Besides security costs, they paid President uh, Bush's rent charges for his office that he kept was $144,000. Carter's was $89,283. President Ford was $105,099. Former President Reagan, $256,671. Uh, Clinton's new office wasn't finished. The most current numbers I can get for his office, the government pays $354,000 for his office. Um, in, in January, uh, January 12, 2013, then President Obama, under an act he did, he restored. Now, catch me here. See, prior to that, they could carve up. So your Jimmy Carter assertion may be right. However, during the Obama administration, um, he basically signed a new law that said all former U.S. presidents, first ladies, and families will receive lifetime secret service protection. Now, there was a gap in there. It changed in 1996, okay, that it was limited to presidents and first ladies, and they were only entitled to 10 years. Obama did it to lifetime, meaning a lifetime tab. So I'm trying to understand, and by the way, the president receives a lifetime pension, a lifetime pension of basically $219,000, $200 a year paid every year as long as they're alive, right? as long as they're alive, uh, period. Now, what I'm trying to understand in this is you're trying to make it out as possibly Trump did something or overcharged something, and I'm telling you, your claim doesn't hold water. And here's why it doesn't hold water, because all of them have protection, all of them do it. And by the way, it is a far better investment and time, personnel, and manpower for Trump to have gone to his own places where they, the people know them and everything else. That's better security call and whatever. Oh, by the way, Secret Service doesn't get to come into a building and commandeer calls, cars. You see that on TV. That's not how it works. What you see in the movies when the cop takes the car, I'm commandeering this for law enforcement. You see that. That's not for free, guys. By the way, the city completely buys that car from the individual that's done for. All of it costs. So why? What's the beef again? Why? Why? Why is something wrong here? Because it's Trump, and you don't like Trump. Well, I don't mind Donald Trump. I really don't. I didn't care for him because of some of his policies. I voted for Reagan. I voted Bush forty-one. I voted Bush forty-three. It, I don't vote candidate. Got it. Strictly okay. So what is the beef with you? You came into the program and said Trump took $145 million for his resorts from Secret Service. And it doesn't stand up to scrutiny. It's just not true the way you stated it. It's in the tax records for the Secret Service. It, what the, secret, the Secret Service, the Secret Service 
does not file a tax report. Now, the government general accounting offices files an accounting budget. Give their expenses to Congress. They have to show their expenses. That's not, a, that's, not a tax re, that's not a tax report. So here's, here's where I refute what's going on. Number one, every president has these charges. If you just want to look at Donald Trump, orange man, bad, that's fine. I just read to you the, the charges they all have. They all do it. And I just told you it's lifetime, and it was Obama that did that. I just shared with you these expenses and, and basically that even when Obama went on vacation, you tried to make an excuse, well, that was spur of the moment, that doesn't count. And I'm just telling you, that's not true, that's not how it works. They don't go, it's my official day-to-day, -day. show up Secret Service, these guys are stuck up the anuses of these presidents, that president doesn't even walk out to the front yard to get a newspaper without Secret Service, and that's an unplanned event. That's the way it goes. And so every president has these charges. And so what I refute here is, very simply, Every president will have these charges. They will always be into the millions and millions and millions. It's the way it is. It's what we carry, the price we pay for electing presidents in our country. This does not make Donald J. Trump bad. This is just the way to conflate it. And by the way, by the way, if, in fact, the Secret Service paid uh, or had $18 million worth of charges associated with uh, Barack Obama, and then said Barack Obama turned around and filed the same $18 million on his tax returns to write it off, because you also said it was for Secret Service, that's a crime. Now, every family's going to have expenses. Every family's going to do what they want to do. Every family's entitled. If they want to add more security, if they want to add more security than they think the government's giving to them, they have a right to do it. But we can quibble all day long about what it took to, to uh, uh, literally protect Donald J. Trump as he was president. That's the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. 43 hired uh, like 13 Texas Rangers uh, run around his property all the time. I know that. Do you know? Do you know how many? Hang on. Just a, do you know how many George Washington hired? I have no idea. That's right, because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you can go all the way down to the same list. Your beef is with forty-five. You cannot have selected moral relativity on this wall. That's why I didn't do it, and this one did. They didn't do it because it wasn't even the same prices. They didn't do it because they weren't the same people. They didn't do it because they weren't the same family. They didn't do it because it was a whole different system and different world. This is a turd ball. It means nothing. It's not even worth debating. I tried to give you my platform. Look, bottom line here is it, it would be a lot more honest to say, I don't like Donald Trump. And I think he's a dick because, see, that would be a true statement based on what you think. But all everybody trying to throw out stuff that can be torn apart because nobody researches on it is just not valid. It's not valid. But uh, anyway. Check what the report the Secret Service gave to Congress. It was shown live on C-SPAN. I'm look, I, it, it doesn't matter. Every single presidency has a line item accounting in the GSA.
You don't just look at one and go, oh, that was too much, period. That's just not the way it works. Secret Service doesn't get there by the magical tooth fairy dust. Secret Service doesn't sleep on the streets. They got to have a place to stay. Your statement literally doesn't hold water. Now, I appreciate your service to the country. I appreciate you coming in to discuss this. Absolutely love you. Thank you for your service. I just think your argument's not valid. That's my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. Now, folks, this is the way these things don't stand up to scrutiny. Period. And you can't be selective about this stuff. I would no more bitch about what was being spent on Barack Obama and Michelle Obama because you know what? He was president. I did not like Barack Obama, but you know what? From the day he was elected to the day he left, I didn't utter his name. That was my own silent protest. But still in the face of the fact that he was president, and if I would have been in his president pre presence, I would have still shaken his hand. It does not mean I condone who he is or what he is, but I do respect the office of the president. I would no more go back to a general accounting sheet trying to, all right, he charged more than this. Oh, my God. George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. He only spent $2.86 on security. And Donald J. Trump got charged $3 million. Look at that. Come on. And But I do appreciate Mike coming on. Thank you so very much. I appreciate your service. I acknowledge our differences. I acknowledge you do not like Orange Man, but here at the bottom of the day, ready? It's no longer about Orange Man. It's only about the United States of America. And if you are a former serviceman of any kind, you said you were deployed in Germany. Again, thank you for your service. You... And I know what socialism looks like. You and I know what communism looks like. You and I know we live in the greatest country in the world. And even you, even if you hate Trump and set it aside, can look at this country and know something's horribly fucking wrong. And know we have to fix it. And as a soldier... I would expect you not to choose sides, but to choose our great republic first. And when you bash the system and bash the man and try to do this layover, I'm telling you right now, you are dishonoring the service by not honoring your country and understanding what our country is what we've been through, and how we got here. Because we are staring in the face of tyranny trying to destroy our great republic. So, Mike, let me remind you. And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. 
We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but fly. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. It's time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out. But not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. <laughs> oh my, heavy times, everybody's angry, living lives, and you broke your woke folk, think you're gonna save the day. You gone out of your damn mind, kids, nobody cares about what you say. So you scream, oh please look at me Living through an iPhone, TikTok dream Rate me, date me, great me, pay me Begging for attention, boo-hoo You've gone out of your damn mind, kid Nobody cares about what you do Wanna play the victim, wanna be the hero Looking like a miserable, confused weirdo Think 
you got it figured out for everybody else when you don't even know yourself. All your selfies ain't no revolution. They're slowing down our evolution. I suppose I need to apologize. And if I don't, you hope and wish I'd die. Oh, cool. Another rule made up by teenage rebel who loves big tech, big farm, big gun, big laws. Gonna talk about it on their new blog. You've gone out of your damn mind, kid. Nobody cares about what you want. So you cry, not true, I'll fact check you Getting your opinion approved by some desperate Faceless, nameless, brainless intern writer for the fake news Hey, you're out of your damn mind Nobody cares about what they say Think you got a choice Think you're something special in the corporate white noise Tweet this, post that, gram this, talk that Swipe left, tap here to this, not that You think that they're on your side They only share what they decide You're just part of the corruption That's peddling crap for mass consumption Oh jeez, you labeled me Your tolerance is so extreme Which one do I get to be? A fascist bigot or a Nazi You're out of your damn mind, kid I don't care about what you think. Oh my heavy times, everybody's angry living lives and you broke. Hi everyone, this message is for the President of the United States. So if you know someone close to him, please tag them so they can bring this to his attention. My name is Alma Ohinio Pari. I'm a person of faith, a husband of 16 years, and a father of four wonderful children. I am also an immigrant to the United States of America. I came here at the age of 19, full of hope, optimism, and a willingness to do what was necessary to achieve the American dream. After 18 years of waiting and hoping, I was finally granted the privilege of becoming an American citizen in 2021. Today, I am a proud American, a law-abiding patriot, and a man willing to defend the principles and values that made America great and brought people like me here. Mr. President, I am also a conservative Republican, or what you have recently labeled a MAGA Republican. Over the last few days, you have looked into the camera and called me and millions of other people like me extremists. You have told me and my children that we don't matter to you because of our beliefs. Your spokespeople and the media have labeled us dangerous, full of hate, and a threat to democracy. You went as far as to suggest that we would not stand a chance against the government's F-15s in defending our country from tyranny. Your party leaders have taken your cue and called us terrorists, and all this without taking any time to acknowledge our humanity, listen to our concerns, or seek to understand our fears. I was born in a country where my rights were not always guaranteed. And to hear the president of America and the leader of the free world dismiss more than 70 million of his own countrymen as fringe and extreme and not worth listening to breaks my heart and makes me wonder what I should tell my children about the future of this once great shining city on a hill. This is the reason many of us embrace the call to make America great again. It is because we believe our great nation is under a moral, fiscal, and spiritual assault. We are MAGA because we want to restore the promise in the hearts of our children 
that this is the place where their efforts will be rewarded and where their true potential can be realized. We are MAGA because we believe in freedom of speech, the freedom to exercise our religion. We believe in limited government and the rule of law. We are MAGA because we love the Constitution and believe our founders established a means for we the people to defend it from enemies, both foreign and domestic. I am MAGA because I want to be able to look into the eyes of my four black children to assure them that they're not victims, that they hold inside them what it takes to achieve anything they set their hearts on. We believe our leaders should put America and its interests first before any other nation. We believe our government should not saddle our children and grandchildren with insurmountable debt, chasing after a misguided idea of controlling or changing the course of the climate. Millions of us were horrified to witness what happened on January 6th and believe that justice must be served. But we also see through the attempt to paint all Republicans with a false moniker of insurrectionists and to conflate the genuine misgivings of those who feel disaffected and disenfranchised with an unfounded accusation that we are somehow against democracy. We are MAGA because we love law enforcement, but doubt whether the Justice Department or the FBI can be trusted to deal fairly and impartially when they have given us clear and repeated evidence of their political bias against half of the country. As a new American, this November will be the first time I get to exercise my right to vote, a right I've waited nearly two decades to earn. I understand the urge during an election season to attack those you see as political opponents. But Mr. President, I am not your enemy and the tens of millions of MAGA Republicans are not filled with hate towards anyone. We love this country. We are heirs of the great legacy of freedom this country has afforded us and wish to exercise our rights to be heard and not demonized. So I ask you, Mr. President, to tear down this wall of divisiveness and division that seeks to pit your fellow citizens against one another. Heed your own call for unity 